Hello, it's Mind of the Modern Man podcast, episode 9. This is Keith, your host, and today we're going to talk about something near and dear to my heart, something we've mentioned before, but something that is all of a sudden springing up around us. The grass is green, the skies are blue, the crowds are in their t-shirts and their shorts. Well, in Florida, anyway. It's spring training, it's baseball time. Let's get into the mind of the modern man, shall we? Let's go. Hello there. I am so excited. Spring training baseball has begun. There is a game today, the day that I'm recording this on TV, that I can watch for the first time. I am very excited about that. Uh, And I'm wearing my Yankee hat. It might be 60 mile an hour wind gusts outside and in the 30s, so it makes it feel like it's in the teens, but somewhere... Somewhere baseball is being played, and it is beautifully sunny, and it is warm, and I love baseball. I want to talk to you about it. I want to talk to you about why. I want to talk about some of the reasons. There's Baseball's getting a bad rap lately. The whole world has gone football, American football. They like it every Sunday. They watch every single game, whether or not they're rooting for a team. They sit there, and they sit on the couch and eat their wings and their nachos and just have it all day long. That's okay. I don't mind that. That's the kind of thing that happens when you do things. Um, You know, when you have a hobby, when you have something that you're interested in, each to their own, I always say. But for me, it's baseball. And people like to say, well, it's too slow. Well, it's got crazy. That The athletes are being paid too much money. That they're having all these problems. Well, it doesn't matter to me. I like the game of baseball. It's a game that's uniquely American. It's a game that started here and that we created. It's a game that we've been playing since we were little. Um, You know, every boy when you're born, every girl when they're born, you give them a glove, you give them a ball. Uh, They may not ever be able to use it the right way, so to speak, but they have it. It's part of our lexicon. It's part of our history. But what are the things that I like about baseball? Well, first thing is that it's ushering in spring. When you see baseball start, you know that spring isn't too far behind. Uh, You know that wherever you happen to be in the country, that eventually spring is going to come and the boys of the spring, the boys of summer will be bringing the nice weather again and we'll be able to watch it. Uh, You know, the robins, they don't seem to fly away anymore. So they're no longer one of those signs that spring is here. But baseball definitely is. You start seeing the stats. You start seeing the websites with information. You start seeing the social media posts from uh, Florida or Arizona, and you can see that baseball is being played, that spring, that summer, that that happy time of our lives, those happy times of the year when everyone's outside and feeling good about themselves, those are getting closer. And I love that about baseball. I love the history of baseball. I love that I can be a Yankee fan. And let me tell you something. I'm going to say this off the bat. I I am a fan of the game of baseball, and I root for the New York Yankees. My family grew up in New York. I grew up down close to New York. um, And I was lucky enough to be indoctrined into this family that loved the New York Yankees. And I embraced it. And I loved it. I remember things from being very little, wheeling the TV out on the TV cart at my grandfather's house, watching Lou Pinella's retirement day uh, with the whole family and wondering why my mom was so emotional. But then I got it. You know why? Because I was that way when Don Mattingly retired. He was my favorite growing up. He didn't play the game to the best of everybody's ability. He didn't have all these God-given talents. He didn't have muscles to spare. He was what baseball to me is. He was this average guy who worked really, really hard to be really, really good. And we all can use that in our lives. I try to be that. I am not really good at anything, but I'm going to work hard at it. 
and I'm going to work hard at trying to do something right. And to me, that was Don Mattingly. That was Cal Ripken Jr. Same thing. Um, you know, like I said, I'm a Yankee fan, but I, I love baseball. If you're a Red Sox fan, good, good for you. I love it. Root for your team. The thing that bothers me, and this is Yankee fans are just as bad at it as anyone else, is the people who spend their money and their time rooting against someone else. I hate when you go to Yankee Stadium and they're playing the Red Sox and some Yankee fan is wearing a shirt with a derogatory comment about some of the Red Sox. Or you go to Fenway and they're wearing a shirt that says something bad about one of the Yankees. What, what is the point of that? Why did you just spend your hard-earned money to root against someone? Why don't you buy a jersey of the team that you like? Why don't you buy a t-shirt of the team that you like, a player that you like, and root for that person? That's what's important. That, to me, is being a fan. Not being against someone. Life is too short. This climate that we're living in right now, life does not need any more chances for us to say, I am against you. We all need to be together. We're all baseball fans. Those of you who are still listening, I'm assuming you are. We are all baseball fans. Can we celebrate that? Can we celebrate the glory that our game is returning to us and that we are going to be able to do it again? Um, but like I said, the history of the Yankees, I love that I can sit there and I know that I'm rooting for a team that had Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, Lou Gehrig, Yogi Berra, Mickey Mantle, Whitey Ford, all the way up to the players that I loved watching, Mariano Rivera, uh, Derek Jeter, Paul O'Neill, Bernie Williams, Jorge Posada, Andy Pettit, the, these players who I grew up with, these players who I followed intently and have autographed baseballs on my wall and have jerseys and have t-shirts and have signed pictures, these are the players, this history, there's a part of you that becomes a part of it. I was at Yankee Stadium for the very last game they played at this Yankee Stadium. And I was at Yankee Stadium for the very first game they played at this new Yankee Stadium. I was there for Don Mattingly's first ever playoff game. And I was there for the day that Don Mattingly retired. I was there for the day that Jeter jumped into the stands. And I was there for the day that they had uh, Joe DiMaggio Day at Yankee Stadium. But that is a different story that John and I are going to have to talk about one day because we never got into the stadium. Interesting. Another story for another day. I was at David Cohn's perfect game. I left in the fourth inning. Don't judge me. We're going to talk about that story on a different day. Um, the other thing we about baseball, I talked about it a little bit. We, you know, we're given a bat and we're given a ball or a glove when we're born. But it's a game that we all can play at some level. So whether you're in a beer league, slow pitch softball uh, league, which I was in with some really great friends for years and years and years, um, whether you played in high school, whether you played in college. In high school, I managed the baseball team. I love the sport so much. And I got to meet some good friends through that. Um, and we can play wiffle ball. I'm from Shelton, Connecticut. We've talked about this before. I'm from the home of the wiffle ball, this little piece of plastic and a yellow plastic bat. And we all get to pretend that we are baseball heroes. And to me, that's what's really important. I love that stuff. I love that baseball is something that we can replicate in a different way. And you know what? For those of you that play it uh, on video games, maybe maybe even that's a different way, that you can become a part of it. Um, those are the kind of things that make me love baseball. Now, there's other reasons for that, but we're going to take a quick break because I want to talk about some of our friends that uh, help us out here at the site, and then we'll come back and we'll talk a little bit more about baseball. 
I have to talk about our friends at Woven. Woven Woven.com, W-O-H-V-E-N, have been so great to us here on the podcast. Uh, They constantly send us some samples to check out, and something really exciting has just happened with them. They've released kids' outfits. So if you sign up for Woven, W-O-H-V-E-N, and you sign up for one of their t-shirt delivery services, you get a different t-shirt every month. And it's a mystery. You don't know what the design is going to be. Um, They also have socks, they have boxers, uh, they have long sleeve t-shirts, they have plain t-shirts, but the graphic tees are my favorite. And they have a new thing now that they have kid sizes. So you can actually sign up for one adult and one kid of every design. And you can twin with your kids. Um, So the same design can come for both of you. You can try them out. Uh, They're very, very soft. They are a great value. And if you go to woven.com, W-O-H-V-E-N.com, and you sign up for a service, make sure that you use um, code MODERNMAN. If you use code MODERNMAN, you are going to be able to get 10% off your first order. So again, that's code MODERNMAN at woven.com, W-O-H-V-E-N.com. Thanks to Woven. And now back to the show. Okay. Some more things that I love about baseball, fantasy baseball. I am hooked. I am in this uber um, talented, everybody's talented. It's an uber talented league that we have been in. We're going on to our 20th year next year. It's our 20th season. uh, And the majority of the guys are the same. About half the guys are still the same guys. And the majority of them have been there for a long time. My very best friends are in there. My brother is in there. Um, Modern Man Matt, we talked about this. It's a whole podcast. We talked about fantasy baseball um, a year or two ago, and you can find that on our page, mindofmodernman.com. But we talked about the glory and the hardship (laughs) of fantasy baseball. This time of the year now is when I start putting together what I call my super sheet. It's this Excel sheet that I've been working on for over a decade. It takes projections. It takes dollar values from different trusted sources. It takes all the different players, their position eligibility, and it spits out to what I call a KP number. Uh, And the KP number is what I feel that this person is going to be worth. Now, it's AL only. That's what we play. We only play through the American League. But this super sheet doesn't really steer me wrong. I'm very competitive every year. I know what guys are worth, and I know what they're going to do. I can follow along and see when I add this guy to my team, how much money do I have left to spend per player? How many, um, how much in each stat category do I still need to accumulate to be able to get to the numbers that I'm looking for to win? It's a really intense spreadsheet. It's one that you'll be able to use uh, to help you be competitive in your league. I won the league last year with it, um, and I'm going to do a little special. If anybody's listening right now, and you're one of the first three people to comment on this story on our webpage, mindofmodernman.com, find this podcast story, leave a comment in there, and tell me that you want to see this super sheet. I will send you a template version of the super sheet for you to be able to use and customize for your own league. Uh, I know that you're going to love it. And I hope that you guys will do it. So that's for the first three people who comment on mindofmodernman.com. You can go ahead and I will send that over to you. I also like the speed of the game. So I like that baseball is slow. I like that you get to enjoy the game. You get to think about what pitch is he going to throw here. Look how they're positioning uh, the different players. I talked about I went to the game where Derek Jeter dove into the stands. It was a multi-inning, extra-inning game against the Red Sox. And the baseball strategy of it was unbelievable. There were lots of times when the Yankees would come up, there'd be a player in scoring position, and the Red Sox would actually put five people 
uh, a fourth person out into the outfield. So they take the first baseman, they take him away from first base, and they send him out to the outfield. And they were playing four outfielders. It was like softball. But then when the players weren't in scoring position, they'd have to move, they'd have to switch their gloves, go back to first base and play it as normal. They were pinch hitters, pinch runners. I mean, it was really something quite dynamic to watch, the different ins and outs of this game. And that's what I love. Football, I, I enjoy football. I think football is fine. But you sit there and they don't do anything for a long period of time. And then there's 10 seconds of craziness, and you don't even see what happens most of the time. You have to say, wait, 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 what, what just happened? And if you're watching on TV, that's great. You get the instant replay, the slow-mo. You get to see that if you look read deep into this pile, that they actually moved a yard. Um, you know, baseball has got the bunt. It's got the shift. It's got um, what you do on a 3-1 count as opposed to a 3-2 count. Uh, it's really something special to me, the, the speed of baseball. It's a strategy game to it. It's a thinking man's game. Um, and I like to go sit in the stands and watch a minor league game and just sit out there in the sun uh, and watch it and think how these kids are trying so hard to make it and what strategies that those coaches are using. That, that kind of stuff, you know, I love that. And I, and I love, to finish it up here, I love that baseball is in the lexicon of our public knowledge that baseball has I mean we all know what it means to hit a home run right that's good times first base second base third base yeah you know we talk about the different tv shows that have it based on there was a show called pitch uh last year about a female player making the bigs which was a fantastic show it really did not get the love that it deserved and then there's the movies and we can quote these movies all day long. And whether or not you're a baseball fan, there's certain baseball movies that you just know and you just love. And whether it's a quote by Lou Brown. Get about the curveball, Ricky. Give him a heater. Whether it's a quote by Roy Hobbs. Go pick me out a winner, Bobby. Okay. Whether it's a quote by Ray Kinsella. Hey, Dad. You want to have a catch? These are quotes. These are things that we know in our heart. We know baseball. Baseball's in our heart. Whether or not you're a huge fan, no one's going to be as big a fan as everyone else. You know, there's different levels, but people know baseball. Spring training is here. Baseball is coming back to us, and I could not be more excited. I want to thank you for listening. Uh, I hope that I do a good job by you guys. If you could let us know in the comments, I would really appreciate it. I'd love that love. Uh, thank you to our friends at Woven. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to Jay for producing this, of course, and to John for our soundtrack. And as my grandfather always used to say to me, you do nice work, not much, but what you do is quality. So long.